0: Full Stove Podcast, live from Austin, Texas. I am your host, Brett Hammond. In front of me, the one, the only, for parts unknown, NHL Rumors Daily, NRD. How are you on this Thursday?
1: Brett, I'm not good.
0: You're not good. Why are you not good? Usually you're good. Usually you bring the the positive energy here, and I'm bitching about the Rangers or the Sabres or the Pagoulas or somebody. Why are you not good
1: today, NRD? I'm not good because I took a lot of crap last week. In our in our season preview episode, Ooh, okay. we talked about the Toronto Maple Leafs for a while.
0: Ah, yes, the uh, the our friends up north in Toronto.
1: Yeah. and I made some comments about Matt Murray. Mm, you did, and I took I took a lot of flack from Leafs fans saying, "How could you say that about Matt Murray?" When the Avalanche, the former reigning defending Stanley Cup champions, are trotting out Alexander Georgiev and Pavel Francois uh, in the net. Well, look what happened last night. So when I say I'm in a bad mood, I'm not necessarily in a bad mood. I'm not bad, but I'm pissed off. And Ooh. I feel damn vindicated today
0: Ooh. that Matt
1: Murray led up two to Cole Caulfield, including a last minute game winning go ahead goal to Josh Anderson, a guy who like nobody wants. Montreal has been trying to trade him for, you know, a couple of years now. Wow. And talk that all. shit, champ.
0: Talk yeah. that shit, champ. I just want
1: to throw that out there. Listen, I love the Leafs fans. We we have a I think we have a good symbiotic relationship between myself, NRD, and the Leafs fans. We go back and forth. Love to hate, hate to love. It's all terms of endearment, what I call you on Twitter and on this podcast. But I took a lot of crap for it. I'm just gonna say Matt Murray rode the successes of that Pittsburgh team and Marc-Andre Fleury into two Stanley Cups. He has done nothing since. I don't know why we're anointing him as Hey, this guy's gonna be the Leafs' answer, and that—that's all. I didn't mean to get right into it right off the right off the rip, Brett. But I was in a bad mood. I wanted to vent.
0: You wanted to vent, and uh, you are vindicated at least for the time being, NRD. I watched that whole uh, Montreal-Toronto game last night. Really cool experience. Uh, it looked like at the Bell Center or the Centre Bell. Uh, Carey Price showed up. That was pretty cool. Standing ovation. <sighs> The more that comes out on the Carey Price situation, it's, it sounds like he's got quite a road back to play uh, to play hockey games now. Well,
1: you know, I don't think he's going to play hockey yeah. again yeah. um professionally, maybe, you know, an alumni game or whatnot. But I don't think Carey Price is going to play professional hockey in the National Hockey League anymore. But, you know, who else showed up last night in Montreal? Cole Caulfield. Big
0: time. Oh, big time. Cole Caulfield looked great. He looked bigger. Um, which I think he's kind of you know he's never going to be a big guy right, but he looked he looked more stout better on the puck more physical.
1: Um, he's been uh, he's been watching Marty St. Louis calf workout, thirty minutes to rock hard calves, mm-hmm. uh, by Martin St. Louis.
0: I'll tell you what that division, that Atlantic Division, could be so much fun because you you have I think literally every team in the in the division besides. Boston, and you can even call them improved because they added David Krejci back. Yeah. So like every single team in that division is improved. And the only reason you, maybe you don't say Toronto because they're the same team as they were. But they're good. But they're good, right? So they don't need to. Tampa, same thing. They don't need to improve per se. They were already really good. So every, every team in that division has some sort of like, if they made the playoff storyline, you wouldn't, you wouldn't deny it at all. be like, oh yeah, that made sense. It's cool okay. to see Suzuki uh, as a captain in Montreal. I didn't realize that before last night.
1: 23, I think. He's like the second youngest captain. You know, and uh, second one, second permanent captain. This is a really cool stat, actually, of Asian heritage next to Paul Korea. No so shit. Shouts, shouts to Nick Suzuki.
0: Big time. Shouts to Nick Suzuki. He's a hell of a player. He's a fun, fun player to watch. Just... Two way guy, like, you know, Sean Monaghan gets a goal last night. Kind of the, it's sort of the misfit toys team in a way, like Gallagher and Monaghan and Josh Anderson, Dvorak and Kirby Dock. Like, there, there's just a lot of guys that you're just kind of like, oh, yeah, I remember them from so and so.
1: Which is great for Monaghan. Like, I kind of love <clears throat> that's how, to me, that's how you re- rebuild a team, at least in the beginning stages of a rebuild. You throw as much shit against the wall and you see what sticks. And I'm not calling those players shit by any no, means. But- They're talented hockey players, but you throw those darts, you see what lands and that's how you kick off a rebuild. So you know what you have going forward. And the funny thing you mentioned is like Monahan has been around for a couple of years now, more than a couple. And so is mm-hmm. Josh, and- Josh Anderson, but Kirby doc is young. Very Christian, Dvorak, Christian Dvorak is still fairly young. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of other young guys who are not, you know, retreads from other organizations. Like there are guys like Dvorak, like, you know, I'll give Monahan, I'll throw Monahan in that mix to a degree, because, you know, he he flirted with being successful in Calgary of guys that can actually be something down the line when they're ready to compete. And I think yeah. like I said, that's how you really want to rebuild an organization. You put the pieces in place now to see what works, what doesn't, easy contracts to move. Maybe a guy plays himself into a trade deadline, you know, sell off for, for them. But they three, have the
0: three huge contenders on that front in Monaghan, uh, Drouin and Evgeny Dadnov.
1: Yeah, and exactly. And that's the point. Like they have guys who can s- stay and be a part of the long term solution because they're young enough, or move them for, you know, a conditional first or a second at the deadline this year, and they just restart the cycle again. Montreal's in a mm-hmm. great spot.
0: No doubt. No doubt. I think they're gonna surprise people. Uh, that's never gonna be an easy rank to go in and win a game. No, regardless of whoever it is. Um, and, and they got some guys like Jordan Harris, really impressive last night. Former uh, Northeastern Husky Jordan Harris, by the way. Really, really good defenseman. He's 22. Big kid can skate with the puck and skate without the puck. Physical when he needs to be, but also not overly like running guys, mm-hmm. which is kind of what you want out of a defenseman, especially a young one. Speaking, speaking of young defensemen, where, where were you going to pivot to right there? I
1: was going to say really quick, speaking of size, did you see that? behemoth that the Washington Capitals are trotting out there? Protoss?
0: No, I didn't watch any of the Bruins Caps game. I just basically watched my timeline. Um, I was going to say something vulgar. I watched my timeline get really happy over David Pasternak and how much money he's about to make. A lot of Bruins uh, fans were uh, big fans. I was going to say something along the lines of, I watched the Bruins fans jerk off David Pasternak on my timeline all night last night.
1: It's totally okay. We have that E. Uh, e rating next We, we are an explicit are we, podcast, yes. We are. We're a very uh adult rated hockey podcast.
0: Um so who is this Zdeno Charo figure from from uh no he's a winger Washington. even
1: better he's a winger oh okay I think what's his deal? See. This is good uh yeah this is good radio let's look up radio things. Protoss oh Alexei Protoss on the Washington Capitals.
0: Okay. So ninety. Twenty one years old.
1: I don't think that's accurate.
0: Tap <laughs> friendly as uh
1: we'll I, have to, yeah, I mean, it, it,
0: anything coming out of Belarus, you're just kind of like, ah, I, I think they, I'm pretty sure they do their uh, their birth certificates are like on typewriters from the Soviet Union. So
1: okay, he's listed on his roster on the roster for the Washington Capitals at six six two thirty. Goodness. So that's more in line of what I saw last night. And got it. Brendan Burke and Darren Pang were, you know acting the same way that you suggested Bruins fans were acting towards Pasta over this kid <laughs> because of his size. But I thought that was pretty cool that, you know, the Capitals are getting happier up front. Um, they've always been known as a team that's been willing to throw around the body, but they just add a kid who's 6'6", 230 to line up, plays up front. He's not a defenseman. I'm interested to see what he can do.
0: Drafted three years ago in the third round. Like, that's a great guy. You draft him for his size. You hope he can turn into something. And now he's a second-line player uh, with Dylan Strome and Anthony Mantha. Right? Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's exactly how you get better hockey teams. You find those guys, the first rounders you, you, you better hit on unless you're Don Sweeney, the first rounders you got to hit on second rounders are going to be a part of your AHL team, whatever. If they hit great, if they don't, not the end of the world, but you need a third, fourth, fifth round, sixth round, seventh round in the case of Victor Olison in Buffalo, but you need one of those late round guys once or twice every two or three years to hit, and that's when you get these really good, you know, Tampa Bay, Braden Point, hockey teams, right? Yep. So maybe we're looking at Alexi Protas in the in the Calder here. If you, if you play a second line of minutes with two guys like that, all of a sudden Washington, I mean, didn't love what I saw out of Washington or at least what I read out of Washington because I think uh, we were talking before the podcast, I think they're going to miss Backstrom a lot this year. They are. Um, but that's that's not a team you can take lightly. I mean that, that that second line we just talked about, Protoss, six six seven, Dylan Strom, six three, Anthony Mantha sneaky six five. Like that's that is a big time line in size and speed.
1: That's why this Protoss, That's why you know before we moved on because like I said, you steer the ship. I merely just I'm along for the ride. I tried to pull the <laughs> wheel away from you. Um, wanted to talk about this kid because I was just impressed with the size and I think it's another big body the Capitals add to their lineup. When they're out Tom Wilson and they're out TJ Oshi, right now and they are out uh, Nick Backstrom for maybe the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he's trying to make a comeback, but we'll see what happens there.
0: So is there a biggest question then camper? Is that kind of how it works?
1: What did you? Well, you didn't watch the game. <laughs> no, what? I didn't.
0: I didn't. I watched. I watched uh, last night was all over um, Montreal, Toronto. I was all over colorado chicago and i was all over the oilers and who they play sharks ducks one of the one of those canucks jerks. canucks yeah the jack hughes show quinn quinn hughes there's too many fucking hughes yeah because there's that riley other jack quinn hughes, jack so another jack at northeastern not, yeah it's it's there's too getting many rough.
1: no but i i i'll ask this to the cold stove followers then when they when this podcast when this drops tweet us what did you think of camper last night i wasn't certainly impressed I think he did it yeah. enough to keep the Capitals in the game, but he didn't make that save. No, he didn't the, make the, saves. Even the that he that goal to make. that
0: everybody was freaking out about—that was soft. That's a soft goal. Yeah, T- turn around, like save that, push it in the corner.
1: That's like firing that at the net and just yeah. you know trying to. That's, get, all, but... that's like the prototypical when the coach says put bucks on net from wherever you are. That's <laughs> what Pasternak did, and then you never know what happens. Well, it went in the net because Darcy Kemper looked like a sieve at some points last night.
0: Do you think Toronto looked slow last night, going back to them for a second?
1: I think they looked like a team that knew
0: not, they not, to, not This is not bashing them for I, – I just no. That was my one observation that I didn't get to when we first talked about them. So I want yeah. to go back quick.
1: Yeah, no, and I don't think it's bashing on them. They'll be fine. We know how fast some of those players are in that team. We know how fast they play. To me, they looked like a team that knew they were going into the night severely – severely might not be the right word much more higher skilled than their opponent if that's yeah. proper grammar they could check yeah, me out cool. there they came into the night knowing they were a lot more skilled than the Montreal Canadiens and I think they let the game get away from them for that reason I think they thought that at some points their skill would just bring them back into this game like when, when they were up 1-0 and then Caulfield you know ties the game again and then Caulfield does it again like I think they just relied on the fact that hey we're more skilled then the blue blanc a rouge and we'll just get back into this game and they didn't um so they'll be all right i don't know if they look slow as much as like i said i think they just look like a team that maybe o- underestimated um their opponent and what they could do on a home opener night at the Bell Yeah,
0: Center. home opener always some juice you know Gary price shows up jake allen plays pretty well that, that's that's one of those things i don't think toronto's in trouble by any means but i just something about it looked a little slow like looked a little just janky
1: come back to this episode in a couple of weeks i know
0: folks. i know i know i know when the when buffalo goes in and beats him up we'll see no uh, yeah
1: that's just that's what i mean when when toronto continues to look slow mid-november remember who said it I'm Man in that saying. chair right there i'm just saying
0: uh what do you think you've met jesus last night
1: probably
0: as as advertised
1: Probably better than what I thought. I mean, I think, you know what it is with Connor McDavid? This is the first year they've went deep enough into the playoffs where, like, we kind of saw Connor McDavid a couple of months ago because there's always that time of year where, like, the Oilers get bounced in the first round. Mm -hmm. And then you have, like, you don't see McDavid for all of May. Then you don't see him for June and then the offseason. And then he comes back in October and you go, oh, shit, McDavid is really, you know, the most gifted hockey player that's ever lived. I think we saw him a little bit more recently. But I still had that feeling of like, oh, I forgot. Connor McDavid just can do crazy shit on the ice. It's
0: absurd. the The level that he's playing at right now. and We were talking about this before the pod. That's as, and even just away from the puck, uh, sort of nose for the net kind of McDavid. You know, not the not the lighting the highlight up real up last night by any means, but just three goals and an assist, like four points. Another night at the office for Conor McDavid. If, if he puts up 160 this year, I will not be surprised. And I said, 70 goals, 90 assists. And that's how you get there. Yeah. And why not? Why can't he? I mean, he's going to do this all the time. And well, Vancouver's an improved team. It'll be a big test uh, against Calgary this weekend to see what that's like. I think that's hockey night in Canada. Am I wrong?
1: Uh, might be. Not too up on the HNIC schedule. But you bring but, up a good... But you bring up a good point. I, but I mean,
0: then and then the, the, the supporting cast, too. Because we yeah. can talk about Connor McDavid till blue in the face. He is what he is. Dreisottle looked good last night. Darnell Nurse looked good last night. Kane's still got the chip on his shoulder. Obviously, he's had kind of a uh, interesting last few months. And then Ryan McLeod, my favorite
1: hockey player in the world. So is, does he wear a letter on the Brett Merriman All Star team?
0: Ryan McLeod, no. He's he's just that third line winner that is like, oh fuck, he's really good. I forgot about him. And he puts up 49 points a year.
1: I think we should do that. I think, you know what, you know what we should do? This is a little side tangent. Maybe we'll post this on the cold stove page. Jeff, okay. We get a copy of the latest NHL video game. We build your all-star team roster mm-hmm. and we simulate a season and see how the Brett Merriman all-stars end up. I think that'd Ooh, be a fun okay. little experiment.
0: I like that. Yeah. The Brett Merriman all-star team, which by no means is an NHL all-star team. Let me, I want to point that out. But I want to see if the my group of misfits puts uh, puts together a playoff season.
1: I I'm down to do this. I think we'll get we'll get your <laughs> face digitally put. We'll we we'll make it the logo of the jerseys. I'll let you design the jerseys. We'll let the fans design the jerseys. Whatever you want to do. And no we'll post stove this. intern is listening. By the way,
0: they have a lot of work.
1: Yeah. Well, this is this is what I want to do, and this is what we're gonna do. I think it's a great idea.
0: Perfect. I'm in. Um. Anything with Vancouver, quick, that you saw that you, like, didn't like? Is that going to be another team that they're kind of finding their way through November?
1: Frank Sarvalli listed it as one of his bold predictions, and I agree. Bruce Brugio is not going to be coaching this team for much longer.
0: Oh. They had some, like, behind-the-scenes stuff there, too, right? With with Gabby and, and that front office.
1: Well, they have – so, Francesco <clears throat> the the owner – had some issues with uh, his personal life, and I won't get into it any deeper than that. We're sure. merely just a fun hockey podcast. I don't want to speak on things that I don't know of. But there was uh, something that may or may not have happened with, you know, Aquilini, Bruce Brudrow, Rachel Dory, an analytics uh, advisor or video coach, if you will, in that front office. Mm-hmm. She, she's done great work, um, you know, freelancing and working for some teams. And then at one point, Bruce Brudrow dropped that she was going to be on the bench this year. Mm-hmm. And then she was quickly fired from the organization just days later. Now, I'm not mm. here. Like I said, I, I, I want to be professional as possible. I'm not here to spin any webs. You can do that on your own. Um, But just seems like there's a disconnect. Yeah, something. Whether it's there. that situation or another situation in the front office. And I don't know if Bruce Brudrow... Is the guy in Vancouver long term. Maybe he lasts the season, maybe he doesn't. The only thing that I think about when I think of Vancouver is that is a pretty good goalie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. There's no doubt about it. Has been for a long time. Um, going back to the BC days where I got to watch him beat up on Northeastern a bunch. But uh that that's just <clears throat> talented team, Besser Hughes, et cetera, and the gang, they're they're gonna be all right. But just don't know if it's if it's uh they just, again, the, the league is so good right now, NRD. That's kind of what I keep coming back to, is outside is. of a couple blatantly, you know, Connor Bedard and Matvey Mijkov teams, it, it's really good. Like, even the, the the you look at the power rankings and all the season previews that come out, the guys that are 26, 25, 24 could make the playoffs. Yeah. And you'd be like, yeah, okay, makes sense. Anaheim, makes sense. New, New Jersey, yeah, makes oh, yes. sense. Jinx. Buffalo, sure. Montreal, fuck, sure. Like it's just a this awesome, awesome lead. We're so lucky right now to be, um, to be hockey fans. It's absolutely so much fun, and uh, my season starts tonight. Yeah, it's, Buffalo, anyway. it's a
1: big but one for the Buffalo Savers.
0: It is. It is. Just Buffalo, Ottawa. See what they look like. I, like I, I, it's the. The score on the scoreboard to me doesn't matter tonight. But man, are these two teams going to come out just flying? They're going to come out flying yeah. because Ottawa knows what they have and all the talk, and they're so improved. And they have, uh, what's, his, what's his name? Giroud, Claude Giroud comes in. DeBrinkett comes in, now 12 and 28, passing the puck back and forth, looking all flashy. Got some new attendees in the mix. Got some defensemen maybe in the Street stage. still. We'll see where that goes. And then Buffalo's trotting out their team of homegrown studs. Good luck, Claude Giroux coming at Owen Power with another, another summer under his belt. And 6'5", just fucking patrolling the blue line. They, uh, they released the, uh, the Sabres goal songs today. Did you see that? They don't have a, a single goal song, even though they should, and it should be Shout. And everybody in Buffalo knows that. They do player-specific ones on R.D. Have you seen this yet?
1: I did. Uh, shouts to Jeff Skinner. I want to dance with yes. somebody by Whitney Houston. Strong.
0: It's hard to improve on Party in the USA, and he did so with I Want to Dance with Somebody.
1: There are a couple the, other good ones on there. The
0: the one that's got Sabers uh, Sabre's Twitter kind of fired up is the... Uh, Ilya Labushkin is going with the uh, I Am a Gummy Bear song. Do you remember that song?
1: Yeah, I do. And I did see that.
0: Oh, my God. That is going to just, that's going to be too much, but he never scores. So at the time that it does, like he's going to score twice this year. And it's going to hit. Big and it's, it's going it to hit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And
1: it's going to be a viral moment. I can <clears throat> see it now.
0: It is going to be tweeted out and retweeted and liked and engaged with a lot. Um, another couple of good ones. Anders Bjork going with a Little Biggie. We got uh, Jacob Bryson going with uh, Narco, taking a a page out of the Mets playbook. I don't hate it. I I do hate it because it's not original, but I don't hate it because I think that it'll light the place up a little bit. So, you know, as long as they don't just
1: as long as they don't play the trumpets when they're down six, nothing.
0: Yeah. You know, in like the third period. You're right. It, it was that was that was sad. I get why they did it though, because it's like the la- they, they know they're down. It's the last opportunity for the season. It's sort of like putting a bow on the season. I, I would do the same thing. They they know the fans came there for that. Whether they win or lose, they got the trumpets thing. I would get it. People people were lambasting them. I I get it. New York Mets.
1: I don't get it, and I don't want to spend all day on this, but I will say this: if you're a ninety. 90- three and whatever team because there's 162 days and 262 games of baseball and i'm too stupid to do that math really quick but if you win 93 games and you sneak into the wild card and you you know put up a fight yeah sure play your trumpets when you're down six nothing in game three when you're at yeah. 101 team, 101 win team that should have won the division and choked very and, much and stepped on your you know what like two weeks ago against atlanta and mm-hmm. then you know got blown out of the water in two games by san diego then you don't play the trumpets i don't care if people paid money for the trumpets i don't care mr met with his stupid you know baseball yeah yeah playing the try it's a there's there's times and places even when you lose to play the trumpets that wasn't it what they should have done was (laughs) play taps
0: oh goodness can you imagine that (laughs) that would have been
1: great
0: (laughs) oh that would have been tough that would have been tough you're right that would have been very funny but it would have been tough um, let's get back to Hockey here, NRD. Last night the game, another game I didn't pay a ton of attention to, uh, but by all accounts was a good one. It was was Columbus and Carolina. Patrick Line scores and then gets hurt. Anything on uh on that, whether it was on, on the game or Line a specifically?
1: Nothing on his injury. I mean the goal he scored was nice. It was Patrick it was a Patrick yeah. Line a goal. It sure was. You know, you sure don't was. give you don't give a player of his caliber that much time and space. Sat at the top of the circle and was able to pick his spot. You know, I I think, I don't think he's going to be out long term. It didn't seem like it was anything serious enough that'll keep him out. But, like, if God forbid something were to happen to him or Johnny Gaudreau, now they're only one year into what, dueling eight, you know, seven or eight year contracts. But do you look back at that and say, yikes? Like, if you miss a, a whole year of Johnny Gaudreau and Patrick Line playing together, and then you have to restart that clock next year, and they don't really have other pieces and I don't mean that to offend the Columbus Blue Jackets fans I just don't know what they have in terms of a deep perennial playoff contender outside of those two guys so if something were to happen to one of them I just don't look at that team like I don't look at Johnny Gaudreau and that Columbus team by himself and go wow I look at like the way I would look at that is the same way I looked at Gaudreau and Calgary for the past you know five or six years of his career before Matthew Matthew Kachuk and Elias Lindholm and those guys
0: right and and the only way if That does happen. You need uh, Kent Johnson or you need uh, Cole Sillinger to step up and not be 19 anymore. Like Who was very F- good
1: th- last night. He scored a goal and got taken back, but very good. They're
0: going to be great players, but they're, I mean, they are fresh as it gets in this league. Yeah. And you can't expect them to put up 85 points and be a second line or first line player that, that you can rely on. Not that they won't be, it's just a, a, a big ask immediately for them. Because they're both two two really fun hockey players to watch. Not to mention, uh, our boy Igor Chinnikov. the uh, famously drafted. Everybody's like, who, what, him? Oh yeah. Now he's a Columbus Blue Jacket playing pretty well. So Good for him. That's like the most cider thing. Who, what, most cider? Seven overall, whatever it was. Sure. Okay. It's take like, him. Yeah. Take it's... him. Uh, now he's a Calder winner and a, probably a Nor- a perennial Norris candidate.
1: Is he going to put up enough points? the North? No, he won't. now it's a popularity contest. Now, right,
0: now it's, now it's the Kyle McCarr show, which speaking of, that is uh, as good as I've seen Kyle McCarr play last night. And as just next level different caliber than everybody else in the ice. Doing stuff with his feet and his hands, they're so in sync. Like, he made McKinnon look normal last night, and they're on the same team.
1: It's... I don't think McCarr will ever admit it because he for all intents and purposes seems like a humble and good kid. But it's gotta be shitty to, to be as good as he is and play in an era with Connor McDavid and Leandre Seidel and Austin Matthews because we haven't had a defenseman win the Norris trophy, I mean the, the Hart trophy in twenty-two years, and before that was Bobby Orr. And you know damn well that if you know if Austin Matthews wasn't Austin Matthews and Connor McDavid wasn't here, McCarb would win the Hart Trophy every year yeah. as a defenseman, just because that's how good at the sport he is.
0: He's he's unbelievable with his feet and hands and the way that he plays with his head up and he's a defenseman. That's the crazy thing. He's like he's a defenseman and he looks like the best forward in the NHL. It's just not fair to have McKinnon and McCarr on the same team. I'm not surprised they won this, the the cup at all. No, not not not, not that anybody is. I'm just it's just you kind of shake your head like we 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 sit back and now we're, we're lucky because the last, you know, 1998 to 2012, you have stuff. You have Crosby and Novechkin and Malkin, but like you don't have these otherworldly mutants. Yeah. I, d- I like C- C- Sidney Crosby, one of the best to ever play hockey. You don't watch his game and like your eyes get big. Cause he's, he's doing the crossover. Like there's no, you know, it's just a Kane, really good hockey. Player. He's he's good hockey smart
1: player. He plays the game well.
0: Right, IQs off the off the charts. Malkin, Kane, ridiculous shots and dekes and stuff like that. But we're in this era of of speed and skill. And there's no more hits and that's like, you know, say what you want about that. There's no more fights, say what you want about that. It's not 2006 anymore where you're going to a a UFC game combined with a a European handball. It's like there's no there's none of that mm-hmm. anymore. It is silky, skillful, fast, like hockey. Like hockey is, I don't know, I, I feel like I'm, I'm like getting emotional. I'm like, the hockey is so beautiful right now Seriously? because of the, the talent that is in this league. And like the Makar, McDavid, and then you look at the guys that keep coming in. And then next year, you have Bedard and Michkov coming in, tour of... By all accounts, it's like we haven't seen that since Eichel and McDavid in 2015. Granted, Michkov's going to spend a couple years getting over here, and hopefully, geopolitical uh, you know noise, call it uh, that's currently happening in the, on the world uh, doesn't uh, delay that more. I guess is my point there.
1: Might, may not.
0: But, but I mean, my God, how how lucky are we to be in this age? Anyway, anyway, speaking of how lucky we are, uh, Blink One Eighty Two is returning in our D. Did you see this on the interwebs yesterday?
1: Okay, so it's it's almost like we're in sync. This is why we make such a great team, Brett. When you were Back describing when you were describing Boop. hockey, and you said it almost brought a tear to your eye. It was emotional. Mm-hmm. So I saw this on the NHL and TNT's Twitter last night. Mark Hoppus did an interview with them and called hockey elegant. And violent. And yeah. I thought, wow, that is, I don't think any, you know, that might, you've, congratulations, you've defeated the sport. At like, you know, in like a video game, you beat the game. Like, he has beaten hockey. That is how you describe hockey. It is elegant and violent all in one.
0: Elegant. I even liked elegant violence. It's an adjective and a, and a noun. Right? And violence
1: is a noun. Yeah. They're coming back. You probably wrote a song about it.
0: Well, did you see the, uh, my whole point here was they, they did the, Colorado famously does the, all the small things, and they sing the whole thing. And Mark was over there doing it with him. Yeah. Did the whole sing-along. It was, on, it was awesome. Really, really cool. Feidelberg, a friend of the show, was tweeting about it. He's like, I'm, I'm sitting there in my room just singing all the small things right along with Colorado. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing the same thing. Doing the same thing. Sitting there having a glass of red wine last night, some dinner, and singing all the small things from my couch. Yeah. Waiting to buy tickets for Blink's World Tour in, uh, in Austin. Blink-182. Can't wait.
1: Blink-182 will do that to you. That, they, pop punk, that pop punk era of music oh very angsty beat it. you sing along to it
0: can't beat it i'm going to uh going to a pop punk cover band on saturday night they're called y'all out boy Ooh, pretty good pretty good, good austin's austin's premier, uh they call it premier emo and, and pop punk cover band but man their shows are fun if, if you get down this way from parts unknown we'll uh so that's uh, there's a hint for everybody. NRD is not does not reside in the city of Austin, Texas. We can we can take that one off the table.
1: We could scratch that. But that being said, I think uh I think we'll be down there. Maybe we'll uh Okay. I'll be okay. down to your neck of the woods in Austin. Maybe we'll get up to Dallas, see a stars game, do a cold stove meetup. We'll see. We'll, How about we'll figure that? it out. But I would never say never to never. such an to such an invite, Brett.
0: There you go. go. Never say never. You know what I would never say never to uh NRD is our our friends over at BetterHelp. This is now a word from our sponsor of this show, BetterHelp. Um, Mental health has become so much more pervasive in, in the society and culture, in our universe, in sports. You hear about sports psychologists now. Golfers have them. Hockey teams have them. Football teams have them. And more athletes are speaking out in general about the importance of mental health. But you do not have to be a pro. To want to be at the top of your game, at RD, everyone needs to take care of their mental well-being, whether you're an athlete or not. We're athletes, but you know, not everybody can be professional podcasters like we are. Takes Therapy is the best way to stay in peak mental shape. Uh, people probably know this about me. I've had a quite a couple of years. Lost both of my parents. Have been through a lot uh, on that front, and I've I've done BetterHelp. I've used BetterHelp to kind of help me get through that, and they're, they're, it's been life changing, literally from a grief standpoint, from a anxiety standpoint, from kind of picking up the pieces and moving on and what's next. Uh, and BetterHelp has, has been there for me every step of the way. It's just really easy. It's a great first step. If you want to dive into the therapy and the mental health, it could be anything. It could be maybe you need a tune-up just real quick, get some thoughts out, get some things on paper. Boom. If you need something more uh, invasive, call it Once a week, and you need to just keep doing it. BetterHelp's got a plan for you. If you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient. Like I said, boom, two clicks, and you're on. You kind of say what you need, what you're looking for, what your goals might be. And it's okay if you don't have any of those either. You say, I want to try this because I want a little bit of a tune-up. Get my mentals right. They can make that work too. It's accessible. Uh, It's affordable. And entirely online. You get matched with a therapist after filling out a brief survey, and you can switch therapists at any time. Whether you want to do video, you can do a phone call, you can just stick to messages if you want, just texting. They have all kinds of options for you. When you're ready to feel at the top of your mental health game, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com stove today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com stove. Uh, NRD, we, uh, we mentioned it before. The Blackhearts are bad. They're not good. AKA not good. They drop a 4-1 game last night to the fighting Cal McCars and Nathan McKinnons. Didn't look uh, remotely competitive, and you kind of feel for them. So my question for you, if, if we're going to get into a little bit of speculation on the show, uh, what hashtag makes sense in terms of the future of Patrick Laine, excuse me, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves?
1: Well, you know, if if candies and nuts were ifs and buts to quite to quote Dwight Schrute from The Office, Mm -hmm. there we go. um, If cap didn't exist, Patrick Kane would be a New York Ranger. Unfortunately, Mm. salary cap exists, and and I think it's going to be tough for the New York Rangers to pull that off. Um, They might have like just enough to the penny amount at the deadline. And that's that's if you know maybe they get a guy goes on LTIR and everything kind of falls into place, yep. That's where he would like to be for all intents and purposes. Play with Artemi Panarin, win a Stanley Cup potentially with a good young team. Then he's a free agent at the end of this year. He can kind of decide whether gives New York a hometown discount or goes on to his other hometown in Buffalo, New York, or somewhere else. Would that would be seen, but you know. Outside of New York, you're going to hear the same teams. It's, it's too early to make that call. And Mark Lazarus of The Athletic, who you know has spent years reporting the Chicago Blackhawks, mentioned the other day that Patrick Kane wants to stick around. He wants to break some franchise records, wants to do it in the same jersey that he's done it in for his entire National Hockey League career. But, like we said, they're not a good hockey team. And eventually, you know, those straws are going to break the camel's back. Jonathan Taze, thing about Taze is we don't really, quiet guy, right? Like, very close to the chest, keeps things to himself, not really in the public eye as much. The captain of that team has been the captain for a very long time. Does he, like, I think Patrick Kane, if you presented him with, hey, we know you want to spend your entire career with one organization, we know you want to be in Chicago, but you got to move on. I think he'd do it. Jonathan Taze, I'm not too sure about.
0: Interesting. That's interesting. Because it, you you think with Taves is it he's a it's a big cap hit, he's an older guy. Doesn't I do you, he doesn't really care about the the cups any you know he's got yeah. his, so he's not he's doesn't have that I need one you know that just like that desperation.
1: He could kind of pick that, and choose his spot here,
0: right? And so if if his pick and choose means. To continue living in uh, Lakeshore, whatever the – what's the Lake – what's the North Chicago suburb that is beautiful? Lake something? Fucking A.
1: I see. I'm not a Chicago guy, so scratch that off the list, too. Oh, see,
0: scratch that off the list, too. We're getting NRD's identity locked in here, everybody. Lake Forest. in the world is
1: NHL Rumors Daily? Um, We're (laughs) figuring that out, but – Lake yeah, no. Forest. Lake Forest. Okay, there's the suburb. But yeah, he could stay. He could stay where he's at, or he can move. I don't think he's like you said. I don't think he's the type of guy that needs to move for the sake of moving. I just, I,
0: I wonder what the plan is there. You know, I just, I really do. You, you have Seth Jones signed a, a gajillion dollars for a gajillion years, and then, what? And then what? Like, I don't. I just don't know. I just
1: don't know in Chicago,
0: and I don't think their fans know. I don't think you've made it clear to them. Uh, Do
1: you, you think know. Kyle Davidson knows? Cuz I'm not oh, so man. sure Kyle Davidson know. knows.
0: <laughs> I think their whole sure. their yeah. their only plan right now in RD is like Connor Bedard. Yeah. Like that's just I don't care what 2028 20, looks like. It's just get Connor Bedard in the in the house, get that horse in the barn, and then we'll go. And then we'll figure it out. Yeah. Which is
1: very similar to what the Edmonton Oilers did with Connor right. McDavid
0: and Buffalo tried to. They ended up with Jack and Sam. And it didn't work out. Okay. That's enough. Um we mentioned Kane potentially going to the Rangers. They played recently. What do you it? think of the Rangers' effort against the Tampa Bay Lightning? Uh another team that I'll say looked maybe a little slow to begin the
1: season. Yeah, I think it was a con- I think people are over at, overrating the Rangers too early okay. and they're underrating the Tampa Bay Lightning way too early. I think I think there were some truths in that game, but it's going to meet somewhere a little bit more closer to the middle. Not so extreme. I don't think the Rangers are the team to beat. I don't think the Tampa Bay lighting are done with their Stanley cup window, but I do think the Rangers are a good hockey club. They look really good against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay did look sluggish. They did look slow. The garden was very loud with the Igor's better chance. (laughs) Vasilevsky has two rings and did have the upper hand in the playoff series last year but Igor Shesterkin is the reigning Vesna trophy winner. So, you know, it, it remains to be seen. I do think the Rangers are a good hockey club, though. They gain a little bit of toughness with Vinny Trocek down the middle there as opposed to Ryan Strom. And in true Ryan Strom tribute fashion, Vinny Trocheck missed an open net to seal the deal on that game. So maybe uh, maybe they didn't subtract. Maybe they didn't add. Maybe they just got a reskinned Ryan Strom with a beard.
0: Just Ryan Strom and Vinny Trocek just could not be more just Exact same like player.
1: They didn't miss a beat.
0: <laughs> Did not miss a beat. Uh Vitaly Kraftov was injured though. Is he out extended a period of time? What do you what do you know there?
1: Left the game and then it kind of went like radio silent. and, and mm-hmm. Gerard gallant is not the coach that's gonna tell you. Um, so it remains to be seen as you know, we were talking before we went on air. I don't think it's a horrible loss, and that's no slight to Vitaly. He hasn't been there for the last three seasons. If he misses a fourth, who really cares? You know, this is kind of like the the bonus number, if you will. Right, like yeah. oh Vitaly Kravsov is actually here now, we can add him into the mix of guys yeah, that we've who, already. Who went to. Thought. Yeah. So like I don't think that I don't think that losing him is the end of the world, but we'll see what happens with his injury.
0: Does Kreider look thirty one or does he look twenty uh, twenty-four again?
1: Did something happen? Like did Chris Kreider is he eating a different breakfast meal? Like what changed last year that he put up fifty three?
0: 50 goals last year for Chris Kreider. Wasn't it, was it an BC, even 50 or was it BC
1: 53? Uh, I don't know. I don't it, think I I it matters. But it Yeah, once he hit 50, it was yeah. It was like holy shit, Kreider put 50 in the net. Exactly. Yeah, something changed because he looks good and Mika Zibanejad looks great. If Kreider looks good, Mika Zibanejad looks great. John Bucci, crush. Shout <clears throat> to Bucci. College hockey tweeted out the other day. The only man with as uh, the only man with more. Power play goals, then Mika's advantage since they both came into the league is David Posternak. So interesting. Ruminate on that for a little while.
0: Ruminating over here. The Rangers play tonight in Minnesota. Uh a game I will try to watch. I have a hockey game tonight. We are uh we're undefeated. We? I don't just want to say that. Well I've only played in two games. Four points though, a couple points a game, pace. We're uh we're cruising. I hope you didn't just
1: jinx it on air. I hope that wasn't
0: like the shutout jinx. We're see, we're playing my buddy's team who's uh what's the word, what's the opposite of undefeated? Just defeated. They're 0-4-1. We're 4-0-1. They're sad. Uh, They're defeated. So if if they do get a win, I'll be I'll be happy for them as long as I put it uh, as long as I bury a couple. But well, I I'll I'll be able to watch the Sabre game tonight. Um, and then have to pretty pretty much go right on the ice after that. But shouts to the crossover in Austin Texas. They have a bar at the rink, incredible. Like like not just a not just like a bar. It's like looks like a Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, that's, nine TVs. It's pretty good because I was gonna say it's like incredible. rinks
1: around the neck of the woods where you grew up and and in parts unknown, mm-hmm. there are bars in the rinks, but it's more like a couple of bar stools and a neon Bud Light sign from two thousand and four, the official right. year of the NHL. It's Which, not like.
0: Don't get me wrong. I I it's love not like
1: a. Bar, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I I love those rings. The thing about those bars, though, is there. That's like that's that's hockey to me. That's how I grew up. Molson's you know, the bubble, that's like a, hockey. Yeah, with like a, a you know, a ten-year-old a bubble hockey in the corner where two of the guys don't work, so you have to you have to kind of play around them, um, and the and the Molson Canadian neon or or that blue neon, and all of our dads are like just. Didn't know they were, didn't. We didn't know they were buckled, but they were just buckled. They were buckled. watching games on Saturday, so oh man, good time. Well, I'm, this is. I'm going to call this one getting emotional about hockey. Um, what what other schedule tonight? A lot of teams opening up. Pittsburgh plays Arizona for the first time. You got the Flyers. Who knows what happens with them this year? The Islanders do for a bounce back. Um, Calgary. What do the new look Flames look like? Vegas has already played a little bit. They look pretty good. And the Kings. Here we go. What game are you most excited for tonight, Mr. Rumors
1: Daily? I am. I can't believe I'm saying this. I oh am boy. very excited for the Florida, New Jersey, uh, Florida, the Flyers, New Jersey Devils game.
0: Ooh. The battle of like, who are we this year?
1: Well, the Flyers aren't good. We know that. I don't no, think that's no, a no, secret. No. I, Poor
0: Risto's out this game. Too bad. I'm
1: interested to see John Tortorella coach. I'm interested to see the Flyers kind of goon it up out there. Um, and I'm interested to see if New Jersey, under Lindy Ruff, but not really, because Andrew Brunet is now there as an associate head coach, and will mm. take that job pretty soon. Um, I'm <laughs> interested to see what New Jersey could bring to the table. Andre Palat's in the lineup. Igor Sharangovich is in the lineup. Jack Hughes is a great hockey player. And, you know, they do have, uh, what's his name in that? Uh, blanking on the name, from from Washington. Vitek? Van- Van- Vitek Vitek. Uh, Vitek Vitek, yeah, so... New Jersey looks a little different this year with Vanichek and Andre Pilat. I'm interested to see what they do with it.
0: Me too. Me too. That'll be a game. Uh I will also I will have on a uh an adjacent TV to my Buffalo Sabres, who have up, up against the Ottawa Senators with a freshly extended Kevin Adams, GM, a freshly extended coach and Donnie Granado, and a freshly extended defenseman and Matias Samuelson, who D- depends on who you ask is either the best contract of all time or the worst contract of all time. There's a lot no of me. people, a lot of people clowning the Sabres for giving a guy four and a half million dollars a year for seven years, uh, who's played 54 games and never scored a goal, but that's not the type of defenseman. He's not supposed to be Darlene. He's not supposed to be power. No, if he's he is a that. shutdown physical left defenseman who lets their more talented skaters skate all over the ice and not get stored on constantly. Yeah. If that's he's, what he is.
1: If he settles in that Rasmussen's just the line and range, he'll be all right. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. That was, that's enough. That's enough out of you. Um, last thing before we get out of here. What do you think about the virtual Dasher boards going on around the lead right now?
1: They were like cool till it didn't work.
0: You're right. <laughs> the, 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 the moment you notice them, which is sort of a, a, an moron to begin with, because advertising is supposed to be like, oh, look at this thing. Yeah. The moment you notice them and they're they're they get out of whack, yeah, it's like, oh my god, what are we doing here?
1: And it's not every game from what I know, it's and it's not just national games either. I think it's like they can sell locally, they can sell nationally, they can kind of do whatever they want. It's it doesn't bother, like you said, it doesn't bother me till right. till it till it glitches out, and then till you're, it bothers, then you're like, this is the worst thing in the world, soon we're gonna look like the European leagues. You Mm -hmm. know, advertisements everywhere. No, 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 no. Like, I think it's one of those things. I don't think – like the jersey ads. I didn't notice the jersey ads last night. Washington had jersey ads on a couple other teams. Toronto had
0: them too for the first time. It didn't didn't denigrate the – or, excuse me, desecrate the maple leaf. I I noticed it. Like when when somebody's going in for a face-off, you notice it. And you
1: see milk on the side. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you see milk. Right, that's the most distracting part about it because you know it's just milk. It's just—it's crazy. So (laughs)
1: sponsored by Big Milk, Olive Milk.
0: Yeah, you know what though? I will. This is my conspiracy theory. I think they build in like one intentional glitch per period, so you do notice them. You do look at the dashboard. So people talk about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, look at this clip with like the newest show that's out on Amazon Prime. Like that's wild that it glitched out. Now everybody's seen the clip, and then you're just looking at a a commercial. So I subscribe to it. I, I keep keep my eye
1: out. I subscribe to it.
0: Okay. Uh, anything else, NRD, before we bounce on today's cold stove? No,
1: all good. Good to be back, as always, with you, brother. It's uh, another season. I'm excited. Let's keep the momentum going.
0: Another season. Uh, next week, we'll be talking about the, uh, no doubt, the start that my team has had. NRD is more of just a. He's just a fan of the lead. He's like, uh, he's like uh, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Yep. Wearing wearing the we're in the. Uh, the NFL hat. Mm-hmm. That's like NRD does. He just uh, does that with the NHL hat. Just love the game. It will,
1: I hope both teams game. have fun.
0: Well, he, he, that's all you're allowed to when you're on Gary, uh, Gary's leash, right? Well, you have to root
1: equally. Yeah, I have to be fair. I, I can't. I can't pick a side. But I just hope both teams have fun. I root for the refs too.
0: Oh, jeez. NRD's a refs fan. <laughs> uh, that'll do it, buddy. You are NHL Rumors Daily at NRD. Excuse me. You are NRD at NHL Rumors Daily on Twitter. I am Brad Merriman at Schmerriman on Twitter, at Schmerriman on Instagram as well. NRD's not going anywhere, right? Nope. Not going anywhere. We are Cold Stove Pod at Cold Stove Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Exciting stuff, NRD. Season is officially open for every team.
1: Let's dance. It's hockey time. Let's get after it.
0: Let's get after it. We'll see you guys next week. Cold Stove Pod.